And on tonight's episode of the FPP, we're going to be discussing Rick and Morty. Uh, worth mentioning that all three of us are actually rather big fans of the uh, Rick and Morty franchise, and I thought it'd be good that we could actually spend some time having a bit of a chat about it. First thing I'd like us to talk about today, before we get into anything else, is our first reaction when we were introduced to the show. So, like, when, when you were first shown or told about it, like, what were your initial reactions to the show? You guys go first. Okay. Well, I mean, I really like um, just cartoons in general. So, um, like, Bojack Horseman, regular show, Adventure Time. So, I guess uh, when Rick and Morty came out, it was kind of like a naturally, I'm going to watch it, and I'm probably going to like it. You're so. already on board with it. Exactly. So, that, like, you know, I, I like that kind of show. So. so, you just had, like, the really positive sort of uh, reaction to the yeah, Rick and Morty. Yeah, exactly. Videos. Yeah. See, like, my, my first uh, introduction to Rick and Morty was actually a rather negative one. I, I walked in on my friends watching uh, the interdimensional TV episode, like, literally right on the scene where it's that commercial about cereal and they're, like, they're ripping the intestines out of the bunny to try and eat the cereal and I was just like, what the fuck is this? And they're all just loving it and saying, I just basically walked out and I just thought it was just some really crude parody of, of Back to the Future, basically. And I, I, I didn't really pay much attention. It, it wasn't until uh, later on I saw indications over the internet that there was a lot more to this show. So I actually decided to sit down and have a watch. And um, and yeah, that's when I, that's when I basically uh, became a fan of the show because as much as I probably don't appreciate the, the crude humour as much as a lot of other people do, there's... There's so many underlying themes, elements, uh, concepts, um, and just abstract thoughts that could be put into this show. Uh, or at least, well, I suppose I could probably put about, there's just much thought into just about anything. But, um, <laughs> but I feel like a lot of this is, is, is intentional, and um, the creators have definitely put it in there for a reason, and I think that's, that's one of the reasons why it's a Maybe, really uh, big, why well, it's really big over the internet and everything else. Um, I don't know, I get the impression that stuff is done for the sake of doing it. You know the randomness, because yeah, because a lot Why of are it. You a pickle Rick, because pickle they Rick, so pickle you just, Rick. You just you just done the lols like. I, I don't know because a lot of the stuff is just improvised, right? Especially all the commercials. A lot and of everything. the dialogue is yeah. definitely improvised. Uh, yeah, it's just off the cuff. So I mean, I'm not. I think I think sure a lot of it is probably more intentional than you realise. But I think yes, I, I think a lot of the actual like the script you could say is definitely very loose. Yeah. They definitely uh, they definitely freeball it um, yeah. whenever they can. Yeah, maybe the themes they kind of intentional. Yeah. The, stru- yeah. the structure and the direction, and then the, as long as the, the the point of the dialogue is, is gotten across, they literally can just sort of say it however they want, and they probably do all the, the, the editing and stuff later, you know, like yeah, all the animation and shit. Um, I could definitely definitely be on board with that. Um, actually, I'd like to... Oh, sorry. What was anyway, it? Oh, yeah, yeah, your introduction to yeah, Rick and Morty. Well, my brother, just like one day when the first season was coming out, just brought his laptop into my room and sat down, which is always a good sign, <laughs> and was right. just like, watch this. So I watched the first episode with my brother, and I remember mm-hmm. just, like, the opening credits, I was already sold. I was kind of like, what is this? Like, Morty? Oh. Like, Marty from Back to the Future? Yeah. And then, literally, the credits. I Actually, really... I didn't have the association with um, Back to the Future and really? Morty you really? 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 to begin with. Like, I didn't. I just, like, oh, this is cool. I just heard Morty, and I literally thought it was Marty. And just an Same. old grandpa, like, scientist yeah, guy. Yeah, it shows him in, like, this kind of... As much thing, as the dude looks like, like yeah. Rick looks like. That's true. I mean, once once someone points it out, yeah, it's pretty obvious, I guess. But and it was a, obviously yeah. a, a, a direct parody of it because he's just like a drunk that just literally walks in and drags his grandson like out to go on adventure. <laughs> whereas you know, yeah, obviously, yeah, yeah. it wasn't like that in, in Back to the Future or anything. And also goes down such weird things like well, not necessarily time travel, but obviously interdimensional based stuff. Sure. Um, yeah. 
I'd also like to see what we think if we compare it to like other television shows, mm. you know, uh, Western or even otherwise. Is obviously you watch a lot of Western cartoons and stuff. What, yep. what do you think when you when you compare it side by side? Like, how, how do you how do you sort of see Rick and Morty? I think um, it's something unique, really, because it's like the way it approaches episodes and just content in general. It's a lot less scripted and you know story like as opposed to like stuff mashed together. In the sake of one episode, yeah, or and it just yeah. kind of works. Yeah. I don't know. I think, I don't know. It's the way they approach characters and the stuff they do. Some of it, a lot of it, feels more real than a lot of other cartoons where they're like real, as in like as in like an approach to realistic reactions. Exactly, to like yeah, because yeah. so, in a lot of cartoons, like people, like the characters have unrealistic kind of expectations and reactions to things. Yeah. And Rick and Morty seems like real, kind of yeah, like Rick right. is just really blatantly kind of. And Morty's reactions are just like completely within within understandable. Yeah, limits. I, I don't know. Okay. I, yeah, I think like like oddly enough, even how like even though it's really crazy and everything, I think the show is like real. You know, I think it's yeah, the show very, is very like self aware. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. Everything it does, it's like we know this is ridiculous. Exactly. You've got kind of Morty there as the like hmm. point of familiarity, like the straight man. Yeah. <laughs> okay, so so when it comes to um, season three. Um, you know, there was like a lot of long delays. There were a lot of like false rumors started and stuff, um, which those rumors were quelled. It wasn't necessarily drama. It was just them taking a lot of time to make sure season three was as, as good as they could possibly get. How do you feel about those delays? Do you think it was definitely worth it so far? I mean, we're only about halfway through this, this season, but do you think these delays were definitely worth the wait? Yeah, I'd rather wait for quality than get it straight up. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think I really liked when episode one came out on April Fool's Day. Yes. I really appreciated that. Because that was just the trolliest uh, troll I could have ever done. People weren't sure if it was actually season three or if it was just literally an April Fool's. And then the ridiculous wait till the second episode. Yeah. Yeah, I have to give these guys credit where it's due. Like, they definitely understand the internet culture, and I wouldn't be surprised if they were part of the generation that created the internet culture. Mm. Um, they definitely know what they're doing with their fans, and they definitely put a lot of care and love into what they do, and I can definitely appreciate the time they took to make sure it was as good as they could get it. Um, but uh, Especially talking about Season 3, like, what was our, like, favourite episode of Season 3, like, so far? We're only about halfway through, but what do you think is your favourite episode so far? Um... Which episodes have there been? Let's, let's so, go through the episodes. So the... Episode one was Rick escaping, right? Yes, basically uh, taking down the Council of Ricks and yep. those uh, the guys who basically control Earth and everything else in, yep, yep. in the galaxy in one blow, and uh, basically splitting up Beth and Jerry, and then basically right. resetting everything back to the way it was, um, apart from that one change. Yep. Episode two was the like the Mad Max parody. Yep, that was yeah, that's my least favorite yeah, one. The post-apocalyptic yeah, one. Yep, yep. Um, then you had the Pickle Rick. Yes, my favourite episode <laughs> is Pickle there. Rick. Straight there. Yep, there we go. Pickle Rick. Alright, so so what is it about the Pickle Rick episode that you like? Oh, let's so finish the other Okay, episodes, so episode uh, four was the, the Vindicators. Vindicators the return 3. Of, yeah, Vindicators 3. 3 yep, the yep, Return yep. of World Ender. <laughs> and, and then episode five was the Jerry and Jerry Rick episode. episode. Um, okay. The yep, whirly yep, yep. early Conspiracy. That's the one. And that's the one. So okay. what is it about... Right. Pickle Rick. Okay. Now, um, <laughs> well, I think the idea of just... The pickle is hilarious. I mean, it's so I, I, I don't random. Know. It's so bizarre. I like the. It's it's like so off tilter. It's just great. It's like you know, Rick can do just about anything, yeah. and, he and he literally does it, goes ahead and does, does it anything. because he can. Yeah. But also, more than that, I mean, obviously, he wants to kind of doesn't want to go to therapy or whatever. But you know, that's I like how all the aspects of the episode come together. Like, yeah. um, like this like, overarching kind of thing that. It's like you two know, separate little pr- stories going on. Like but... throughout the season, right? Um, with all the, the 
problems with the parents and everything. Mm-hmm. More than that, I like how um, how badass he is, just as the pickle. Yeah. Like the way he, I mean, it's a little gruesome, I guess, when he like like bites the head off the, the cockroach or yeah, whatever, yeah. and then he like uses his brain to like I don't know. It's I, definitely maybe, over it's the top. like limbs coming on. It's full like Iron Man. Exactly, and then like, he he creates the the um, the, the, the rat the rat kind of suit. Yeah. Maybe I'm just a sucker for like. Um, kind of like the inventive kind of Mythbusters kind of guys but yeah that that was like yes. awesome yeah. definitely the, the creativity yeah. of Rick's uh, technological genius is definitely something to be marvelled at I mean especially like if any of you have seen episode 5 you just see when he's just talking to Jerry who's about to get eaten by a snake uh, spoilers I suppose <laughs> we're already in spoilers whole... we're already <laughs> okay. in spoilers yeah. sorry I should have gave you warnings um when when Jerry's getting eaten by the snake, Rick's just just doing all this shit while just laying it on Jerry, like yeah, him being a parasite and everything, and him ruining his daughter's dream. Mm. And he's doing all this bizarre stuff on how how to get out of there. In the meantime, it's all happening basically in the background of what's really going on. Mm. And you could just see that he just does it so casually, so so subconsciously, everything that he does, and you just don't know what he's doing until you're given like the final product. You know, you see it in Vindicators as well. They want him to take down the two turret things. Oh, yeah. It's just like, he just does all this stuff just to clear up his eyes. And then he just, he, oh, yeah. he just casually just throws this thing on the floor and it just, just goes ahead and just does this, this whole fucking scene all by itself. Yeah. Like, it's just, just the level of creativity they put into it. Like, you see it, like, it absorbs the bullets of the turret, measures the size of the bullet, and then just, yeah. like, spawns these little drone things that can plug the hole. Yeah, I, I, yeah like, the, the invention the vis- of stuff, yeah. the way that he, like, approaches things is just unpredictable. It's so visually cool. captivating. And he actually, he, he points it out right after that. He says, oh, the dude who uses ghost trains was going to use ghost it. trains. <laughs> yeah. Oh. So, like, that's such an entertaining thing because, like, that's thing. Rick knows how unpredictable he is. And I think that's definitely something very special about that. it. You're Actually, I always assume that something's going to happen because I like being able yeah. to predict things. You assume what he's going to do, and then it's something completely different yeah. every time. Definitely, definitely a recurring theme on Rick and Morty is you're just not able to keep up with what you think is going to happen next. It's always going to be something that you yeah. didn't expect. So, what was what was your favorite episode of the season so far? I think I probably like equal with both of you guys. I liked both of those episodes, and yeah. I can't pick one that I liked more. I did really like in the Vindicators episode how like. Morty was just like he'd done this all before. Yes, he'd yeah. seen drunk Rick and like just established that they've spent so much time together on these yeah. adventures, and he yeah. is actually starting to become used to all the bizarre nature. Just like, disarms yeah. the bomb. He's, he, yeah, like he's casually disarming this bomb, and yeah. it's like he knows all the never answers. Seen Morty do that kind yeah. of stuff before. Yeah, they're all in some kind of sword death trap kind of scenario, and he just he just cruises through it. He just knows what he's dealing with. He, you know, Morty's supposed to be the character that's like you know the learning disability and stuff he's supposed to legitimately be like stupid I guess but it's really starting to move along the lines of that theory where Morty might actually become Rick I mean he might not know how to make the technology but you even see in the Jerry episode he learns how to use the technology effectively you know to, to threaten that kid at the end and stuff and yeah. um, but I, I like how Morty's kind of growing as a person, as yes. in like mm. over the the show. Of course, it's not. Show, yeah. He's not just the same guy after all these crazy things happen to him. Yeah, he yeah. seems to have some progression. So, is, so I think uh, that's why what I really loved about the Vindicators. It definitely established how much Morty has grown. I think, and it still takes the turn at the end where things is heartfelt speech for Morty, and even it just surprises Morty the fact that it wasn't <laughs> yeah. about him yeah. in the end. I mean, I've got noob I've noob. got my own. Noob noob. <laughs> I've got my own theories on this episode, and I'd really like to go through it scene by scene. But the Vindicators is simply my favorite one because it just it it goes through certain abstract uh, perspectives on the ideas of heroes and villains, and it literally like tears everything apart in in the case of one episode. Like you know, like Rick is is 
is not a hero in Morty's eyes. He says in the episode, oh, no room for taste, eh? Because he says that they literally go out every week and destroy people just as bad as this world ender. And Rick literally goes out while he's blackout drunk and just takes care of this guy. And that just shows just how powerful Rick is as a... As a technological genius, as in he can literally just casually take out a world-destroying creature like it was nothing. Can we just, like, touch on... Uh, if anyone's watched the uh, the teaser, right? Uh, how in the teaser, all the creators of the world ender just kind of hype him up to be this yes. awesome, awesome, <laughs> yes, unkillable, yeah. insane thing. And then, boom, you watch the episode. And he's, well, he's, like, instantly and it, dead. It, def- <laughs> it, it certainly reflects, like, Rick as a character as well, as in something that could be considerably worse than something that's capable of wiping out worlds, yeah. especially because he can do it so casually. And I think that's one of the most powerful things about the episode. I mean, according to my brother, the... the the creators of the show actually considered to be their worst episode of the season. Mm. Whereas I actually think it's by far one of their best ones. Um, as much as I'd like to go into it, I think we'll just have to settle with that for now. Um, yes. But uh, I'd also like to go over the, the, the general story structure of the show. We've sort of covered a few little things here and there. But I'd like to... Like to ask, how, do you, how do you think it really works? How does it really appeal to people? As in, what is it about this show that really lights the internet on fire? And, and why is this such a hyped up thing for everybody you know how does it work i don't know i think it like tackles things that modern media hasn't ever bothered to look at before or it just challenges all these like preconceived notions of what things are and how things should be presented okay yeah and does it in a backwards way and i think for the internet especially like as a target audience it works really well sure yeah yeah um Yeah. yeah i mean i don't know i think it's just being frank with things, right? I yeah. mean, being totally blunt with, with exactly with their perspective on on the world. Yeah. Um, yes, I actually definitely board with what, with what you said. Like, obviously, the, the media presents a certain kind of morality in the world, and and Rick and Morty likes to just take that and rip it to pieces, and just shows you this abstract way of looking at the same thing. It's like it will show you the start of an episode, and you'll get an opinion on on, on what this episode is, where it's going, and it'll literally. By the end of the episode, it's it's torn it to shreds and it's completely shattered your your reality of what you think you were seeing. And I think um, it, it's it's definitely something that the internet can definitely get, definitely get behind because the internet culture is definitely not something considerate of feelings or anything else of the such. And they always are taking shots at, at whoever they feel like, you know. As in, even in the Vindicate episode, they sort of take shots at the sort of the trigger warning culture. Yeah. Just the Captain Vindicator guy, he sort of gets freaked oh, yeah, out he under him. pressure, yeah. and then he goes flying off into a really over-the-top, off-camera, brutal death <laughs> because he couldn't handle, he needed a, a safe space. So it's a very small pot shot there at the sort of the safe space culture about not being able to handle a certain reality that they're in the face of. Um, but even then, a lot of times they don't they don't take that kind of uh, direct approach to current events. Usually it's just an abstract thought on sure, certain things yeah. as I compare it to other TV shows I'd compare it to something like South Park whereas South Park is something that's usually an episode that's got something to do with a current event that's going on and likes to just like completely shine a spotlight on it and take the piss out of it and just show how silly it really is whereas Rick and Morty really likes to break it down not necessarily in an intellectual way but it definitely likes to uh, at least destroy the concept not necessarily it, teach maybe you a new way it kind of you know, approaches it like maybe some of these things just don't matter. Or, yeah. Because the yeah. whole... Very nihilist kind of perspective. nihilist yeah. thing, yeah. But yeah, I think another aspect of um, the show is just, it's kind of almost a little rough around the edges. Or, you know, how mm. a lot of other shows are really scripted and kind of plays out 
like a book, but you know, like Rick and Morty. Start, middle, and end kind yeah, of. Yeah, yeah. Rick and Morty is kind of like someone's just vomited on a page uh, and then <laughs> they've kind of like pushed it all together and tried to make something out of it. And somehow so, it just works on the other end. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So yeah, I think yeah, people like that. Something different, I think. Yeah. So along, along the lines with like the story structure, so who is like your, your favourite character of the story and, and, and why are they your favourite character? And obviously it's, it's, it's fine if you pick Rick because obviously he's kind of the star of the show, but like explain to me why he would be your favourite character. Well, I mean, I just like the mad scientist kind of thing. I mean, the way he just kind of casually just invents things and puts things together yeah. and everything is kind of like, oh yeah, I've done that before. So, I mean, it's cool. I like that. I like that. Okay. Um, yeah. Yeah. So, like, my favorite character of the show—it's actually a bit of a tour uh, tear between between Morty and Jerry because both characters have grown over the course of the show. They've both struggled with Rick and his influence over the family, and they've ultimately changed because of it. As much as I think these characters started out as rather normal, plain, kind of blandish, cliche type characters, they've definitely changed o- over the course of the show. And that is because of Rick. Like, obviously, Rick is the big star of the show. He's the most elaborate character, and he's probably the reason why the show works at all. But the reason why, I like Morty and Jerry, is like we discussed before, how they how they progress and how they how they change and how we notice that uh, about them. I think I think it's very important to, to recognize. I mean, I'd, I'd like to think about how the whole story is going to end. Mm-hmm. Um, like, I definitely don't think Jerry's going to get back with Beth. I, I think they they. They already had this sort of this this love struggle. They had their marriage counselling. They, they you know they they've had their episodes of the will they won't they kind of thing. And I kind of I, I kind of want them to get back together. You kind of want them to get back together because you know I'm, I like happy endings. But uh, I, think, I, think, I think the <laughs> ending can still be happy without them being yeah, together. I know. But I mean, I mean I, they probably won't. But I mean, I'd, I'd have to pick probably Jerry as my favorite character um, because you see so many like different versions of him when they put him in like the daycare and stuff, and you just see how he sort of realizes how the universe sees him yeah. and how it treats him. Um, I, I feel so bad for this character. I mean, I know he's like the, the like the punching bag of the show. He's the guy that, that everyone takes shots at. You know, like at the end of the, the I think it's the, the Mad Max episode, the episode two, where like the dog just wants to eat his check instead of like yeah. his food. <laughs> Like, it's yeah, supposed yeah. to be funny, but I'm literally, like, I'm just tearing apart how, like, unfortunate this guy's life is, and I couldn't help but feel bad for him. Because as much as I can really empathize with, with Rick's character and his sort of nihilistic approach to things, I can definitely understand Jerry's struggle and why he hates Rick so much and what he's yeah. done to his family and everything else. I and think the, the Whirly Dirly uh, Jerry episode kind of explores it pretty well. It, de- it definitely know. does. It definitely does. And we, we all knew that obviously Rick purposely put the strains on the relationship so Jerry would get out of the picture because he was obviously trying to get rid of Rick and obviously Rick didn't want that. Yeah. And, um, and yeah, and obviously, and obviously they both admit to each other that, you know, Jerry tried to kill him and he tried to save him and now we'll just go our separate ways sort of thing. That was a, like but, oddly um, dark episode. It was. Like, it definitely was. And it shows a sort of darkness to, to Jerry's character. You see in the, um, the what's it, the, uh, what's that word they call it? The, uh, where they basically turn everyone into mutants and stuff. Cronenberg. Uh, Cronenberg, that's right. Yeah. They call it the Cronenberg world. You see that how Jerry turns into like a complete badass when society breaks down. Yeah. You know, the, the different kind of character that he can be, the potential that he has to be something different than what he is. Uh, yeah, you know? it's just him in these current situations. He just yeah. happens to be a really, really Absolutely. sad person. I mean, he, he is. He <laughs> so, is. Like, Rick is right. He is like a parasite and things like that. But I, I definitely feel for this character and, and I think that's definitely one of the most powerful things about the show. If it's able to make me really feel for a certain character, even if for someone as loathsome as like Jerry, then 
then I've got to give him credit for that. I think he's, I, he's definitely. I like, I like how they kind of um, touch on the the fact that he makes other people feel bad for him. Yes, and then yeah. then they address it, and then he feels bad because other people oh, feel yeah. bad for him. Yeah, <laughs> like it's just never it's, ending sort yeah, of yeah. hole that you're digging for yourself. Yeah. Um, uh, Becky, what's your favorite yeah. character? I don't know. I'm like tall between Rick and Morty, which sounds super like easy way out. But I think Morty, I'm gonna pick just because I really like his character progression. Yeah. I think yeah. of all the characters, he's had the most interesting growth. You see him at the start, just like freaking out at everything, and then by season three, he kind of he knows the drill. <laughs> he just kind of like takes it in his stride almost. Yeah. But so, yeah. I mean, he he's in that episode where he pretty much shoots Rick without knowing that it was a fake gun. Yes, that's right. Yeah. Yes. Like, he had it in him to just yeah. kill Rick. He definitely, oh, definitely showed yeah. it even in, like, the, the purging episode. In, yeah. I think it was in yeah. season two. Yeah, when... You, yeah. Know, it, you know, Rick told him, don't worry, your character's intact because it was the candy bar where with the thing in it, but actually showed yeah. on the candy bar that there was none of that purging yeah. ingredient he in it. it all, yeah. But he did it all himself. Yeah. And it just, like, it just reflects Morty's aggressive behavior and he also doesn't realize it at the same time. Kind of like the, the Mad Max episode with the giant arm yes I mean, yeah. it's, you know he was terrified of doing these horrible things but then he actually started to enjoy letting that frustration out yeah you know and actually helping the arm sort of get its vengeance um but yeah so i was actually gonna ask about like uh, our theories on the show possible endings of the show. How, how do you think the show is gonna oh, end uh, before that shout out to um poopy butthole <laughs> just i mean yeah i like him as a character it's just it was such a weird episode, episode he was brought into like it was like obviously they, they, they introduced him as in he was one of the the alien parasite yeah. things I, it was so and it took such I mean, a weird turn to end you know just cause honestly it didn't expect that like I mean yeah. I mean it's, it's a very Rick and Morty kind of thing to do but it still it still didn't expect it still that. didn't make sense yeah and then like the sadness that Beth oh, goes through that was and, so like, the shaking hand and the drinking yeah. the wine it was so then, brutal was so oh brutal. man that was, that, was, that was good that was good that was good anyway yeah <laughs> so, so 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 what are your theories on like and how you think the show is going to end even if it goes for like nine seasons how do you think it's going to end is it going to be something big climactic is it going to be anticlimactic you know is it just going to just whatever is done or, or yeah no you want me to go first yeah <laughs> I I feel like uh, they probably they probably haven't thought of an ending yet. I think they're definitely going to try and keep it going as long as they can. Um, I feel like with the way that they're building up things, uh, going down like we said, like with the growth of the characters and a bit of a bit of a serious turn. I don't think it's going to take like a, a serious turn. Um, I feel like it's probably going to have one of those anticlimactic endings, like maybe like the the they would claim the the previous episode before the finale, like actually was the finale and that was it or something yeah. I feel like they're going to have a very a very a very Rick and Morty style ending I don't think it's going to be anything be, be an elaborate I mean I personally don't want Jerry and Beth to get together I think they've already sort of dealt with that struggle I still think the happy uh, the ending could be relatively happy um, but I think it's it's definitely going to end sort of the way the way it sort of already is now I don't think it's going to get any more uh, dope, like uh, they're not going to split any further apart the family or, or even get any closer together honestly I wouldn't be surprised if they just kind of ended it randomly just randomly with, with no ending just done like yeah. I would like not be episode. surprised if the last episode was just a random episode so I mean uh, yeah I don't know it, it, I guess it's a really hard thing to sort of predict or theorise on but I thought it'd be interesting nonetheless to, to, to ask but I don't think it's going to go I don't think the show is going to span for like ten seasons or anything. I think. I feel like if it would. I feel like. I feel like it's definitely reaching its peak, and I don't know how long they can keep up this momentum that yeah. they've got. You know, eventually they're going to reach 
sort of the top of, of, of greatness if they haven't already, and then eventually it's going to start going down. Either they sort of they 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 they, uh, they burn out now, or they sort of fade away. I think maybe you know? honestly two more seasons at most. I think probably before they end it. Yeah. And yeah, I don't know. Oh, then they'll probably create a new show. So you know, yeah, yeah. same universe or something maybe, and just sort of t- tie the Easter eggs in, like with Gravity Falls. Gravity maybe. Falls ended too fast. I actually haven't watched. They it. didn't explain Bill well enough. I actually haven't watched it, so okay. I actually anyway, don't know much spoilers, about it. Spoilers. <laughs> Are you okay? Yeah, anyway, no, no, no. anyway, back to Rick and Morty. Uh, um, spoilers don't bother me that much. Um, so yes, did you have any theories on how you think the show might end? Honestly, I have no idea. I think they've set themselves up in a way that they can just undo anything they do. Yes. Like nothing is permanent; everything can be undone or done a different or way. Hopped into another reality or exactly. something like so they can literally go wherever they want. All my like logical story arc knowledge yeah. is like out the down the drain, out the window. So I have you, no idea. Do you think maybe that's one of the reasons why the show works so well as well? Because it just it just doesn't follow so any traditional structure of a, its of a own story. Thing, yeah. yeah. So last episode, nothing matters. The end. Nothing. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. None of this mattered. Nothing is. That's kind. Of, that's kind of the theme of the the whole show, isn't it? Like obviously Rick's nihilistic approach to everything, but it's when you when you sort of zoom in onto the the family thing, you start seeing where the meaning is, and even Rick recognizes where he sees the value in in family life and stuff. Yeah. As much as he doesn't admit it to anybody, he can still see as much as the universe is so vast, or the multiverse is so vast, and nothing nothing really means anything. He finds the value in these things and I think so so some of the other characters are as well as much as they are adopting Rick's behaviour and his outlook on the world they've still got those values they hold on to I think it's it's definitely something that's strong within the show I think one of the uh, reasons why Rick isn't as attached um, as much as he wants to be is because there's so many universes and there's so many alternate versions. alternate families and the thing is like yeah obviously uh Spoilers, but um, the family. Oh, in- spoilers now. <laughs> yeah, that's, uh, but the current um, family they're with isn't the original family uh, for Morty, and maybe more than the second family for Rick, right? Yeah, definitely, so, at least. Yeah. yeah, because I mean, there's that theory where um, evil Morty is like from a previous family. Oh, right. Okay. That actually would make a lot of sense, which, and I, I'd, really, I'd sense, really like right? to see this character again. I'd really like to see the even Morty character. It's another one of those indications that Morty has a lot more potential than he's sort of, than he's sort of reached at this point as a different version of himself. I'd really like yeah. to see them bring back this character. We didn't really, they didn't really like close it because he sort of just faded, and that was. There's that was another it. theory that in the intro where there's that green frog monsters jumping at, oh yes, at uh, Morty and Rick escapes, leaving Morty there. That that could be the evil, the evil Morty. Morty. Oh, okay. Yeah. That makes sense, because a lot of the scenes in the opening are things that we have seen in the episodes, but there's very few yeah. ones that we haven't seen. Like, the Cthulhu part is something that's not in any episode. Yeah. And that's supposed to contrast Rick's sort of character as well, that he is also a destroyer of worlds kind of thing, or something like sure, that. Yeah. But that would make sense as well with the with that scene as well. I actually, I'd actually get on board with that theory. Um, and I'd definitely like to see another callback to, to the evil Morty character. Maybe they'll, maybe they'll go down some kind of deep storyline along it. Maybe he becomes a big bad guy or something. I don't know about that. Maybe uh, like an alternate universe, Rick might be an evil one. Yeah. Who knows? Uh, probably all of them are. He's original Rick, not evil. Yeah, isn't he supposed to be the most, not maybe the most evil, but the most Rick of all? The, of them? the, the Rickest Rick of all. Yeah. <laughs> to give the some most, value the, to the that. Morty, the to most Morty of yeah. them all. Yeah. Do you guys have a favourite episode? Um, In all the seasons? Out of all the seasons, I'd probably still have to go with 
season three of the Vindicators, man. Like, I really? think, it's just, okay. I think yeah. it's just such a powerful episode. Um, even if the creators don't see it, um, I think there's there's so much to go over in this one episode that it easily takes the cake for me. Like, I can't even think of a, of a second. Okay. Cool. I'm probably going to say, I don't remember what the name was. I think it was in season two, maybe even season one. The one where they're in a waiting room and there's a TV and it's just all these ads. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Is that is that the episode where um where they want to use Jerry's Jerry's penis, penis. As, as a yeah, 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 exactly. <laughs> and they're all just yeah sitting in like the waiting room watching all the and then, and, the, TV. and then like Beth is like yeah do it <laughs> you're right it's like yeah yes. anyway but um, my favorite episode is the miniverse episode that's right um, yeah. the battery where they go inside the battery that's powering Rick's um, the car yeah. the UFO thing. Um, and yeah, I just like the, the realization that the alien guy comes to uh, at the end of the episode, where basically what the Rick and Morty escape, but he uh, he realizes that if he doesn't continue to provide energy for the car, then Rick is just going to get rid of the battery, and then his whole existence will be gone. gone. Yeah. yeah. So yeah, so you think I, that- I don't know that that kind of realization was like awesome to me <laughs> and do you think that has any sort of contrast with the the theory that Rick is also aware that he is within a contained universe oh yeah yeah I, I like yeah. that I like that theory I like yeah. that theory yeah because it makes a lot of sense um, the way he kind of sometimes repeats things and Morty's like why are you repeating that yeah. that's because we haven't seen it yet um, yeah he's, de- he's definitely I don't know if you, you would classify as a fourth wall break I mean I suppose you would well, but he, he definitely addresses the he knows that he's I think he knows he's in, in the show yeah. so, especially at like end of some seasons he's like that's the end of the season yeah, yeah. 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 Even, even at the start of the newest one this is a Rick and Jerry episode like yeah, he literally exactly. addresses the fact that it's an episode yeah. and I think so it, I think he knows he's in the episode and then basically the theory is um, that he has to keep us entertained just like um, in the Miniverse episode where he has to uh, yeah, keep the show on the air, or else his universe disappears if people stop watching. Yeah, I definitely, yeah. I definitely love that theory, and I definitely think that's the case with the show. Whether they are going to actually really uh, sort of, sort of highlight that uh, later on, or it's just going to be a subtle theme throughout the show, I think, I think it's definitely, definitely something that that uh, that I can get behind. Um, so, probably like a closing, closing question: Do you, do you think there's any sort of uh, bigger picture to the show here than just entertainment do you think that the creators Harmon Royland have any sort of real larger intentions uh, for the show and people watching it than just the entertainment value I mean, do you think there's anything more to it honestly um, I think maybe some people give it more credit than, than, it's, than, worth. than it's worth I mean for how um, planned out it is I think a lot of it is just really random for the sake of being random and uh, yeah, a lot of it is improvised. So I mean, I, I don't know how to say so really. You, you but think you think it's really just there for the the entertainment for yeah. us fans? Yeah, I think they are intentionally challenging a lot of like assumptions, but I also think that they're just having fun. Yeah, and the audience is having fun. That's all. It is. Yeah, I think like they have like some sort of thin kind of storyline that they kind of cover, then, yeah. and then they just jam things in to make it work. But yeah. I mean, I, I'd like to think, or at least hope, that there's more that they're trying to accomplish than just entertain us. I mean, whether I give them too much credit for the, the, the concepts and the, and the philosophical sort of uh, questions that they, that they go down, or, or whether it's like... Because one, one of the examples I think of is, is the whole Szechuan source thing. Now, these guys understand internet culture, and I swear they must have known that by doing this, they were going to spark the internet with the, the desire for this Szechuan source. And I, I, I kind of like to think this is one of the 
few things, one of the only things that they ever really like compared or, or referenced in the real world. Um, that they that they want, that they like, that they desire. And I, I like to think that maybe they actually put it in there, not just because they thought it was random or they thought it was funny, but they actually thought it would spark the internet enough to maybe even convince McDonald's to even possibly bring back the sauce because they like it so much. Whether that's the, the smallest amount they want to achieve, I, I think... or it was literally just in there for the humour, I'd like to think maybe they are still trying to accomplish things beyond just just being an entertainment show, whether it is just trying to get back some sauce from McDonald's, or, or they literally are trying to accomplish something much bigger. I'd like to, th- I'd like to think there's more going on than... Than just to just what they've got. They want to see if a TV show can like has that power. Reality yeah, there. if they actually have the power to change anything with what they're doing, and maybe they're just testing the waters and doing it for fun. But maybe they actually are still trying to accomplish something. Or at least I like to think that maybe they're trying. Honestly, I think I think one writer or someone was like, I really like the source. They should bring it back, and they just put it in there for the sake of putting it in there. No. And, and I mean, and also, I mean, I think the whole point of the episode was that we were supposed to see perhaps maybe there was something more behind Rick with his whole family thing, but then, okay, it was fake. But then, so, I mean, yeah, it's all about the sauce. So I think they kind of, the whole storyline of the episode was um, trying to show people maybe there's something more behind Rick, but then not. Everything's pointless. Well, that's the thing. As much as I understand that, and as I, I reckon you're probably right with that, but I feel like they could have they could have referenced like anything within the bizarre concept of the world they're in that Rick wanted. You know, he wants this particular seed, or he wants this particular power source thing. But he wanted something that exists within our reality. And it's not something that they've done before. Like they, they were literally asked for something specific that Rick wanted. You know, I, I feel like. It's more than just a random piece of thing to make you think that Rick wanted something so mundane and pointless. They could have picked any random thing that Rick wanted to in order to achieve uh, this particular kind of hilarity in the gag. Um, I don't know. Maybe that's just my wishful thinking. I mean, I, I'd like to think that there's more to it. I'm not going to say that they, they are going to bring back this H1 source, but I, I think feel um, like... they've sent out some like new uh, source to really? people. Yeah. yeah. In like... Okay big tubs so maybe so. they literally are just dipping their toes in the water and just seeing just how much power they can they can bring from the internet and, and how much of a of a thing they can spark from it I mean literally that's just the power of a, of a TV show I mean it, it, it's interesting to see how much influence you might have even if they're doing it just for fun as an experiment you know yeah what do you think Becky did you reckon they did it purposefully or it's just for the sake of a random thing I don't know. I feel like they are very aware of their, like, internet following. I feel like they knew that saying something related to the real world would spark something. But whether or not they intended it to be that big, I don't know. Mm. Yeah, people really latch on that, like, crazy. Yeah, I mean, it's gone for two seasons, and you've seen the memes that come out for the show, and they know all about it. Like we said, these guys are, are like kings of trolling and everything else. They they understand how the internet works and what happens. You know, like quotes and references from Rick and Morty are, are all over the internet now. You know, I mean, we got we got a poster at home that's got all these fucking quotes of fucking Rick and Morty and random pictures and shit. And it's just silly stuff from the show, but like, it just has such a an influence on people. I think, and it could be something really special. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. <laughs> Great show, great show, great show. All right, so well, we'll probably wrap that for, up. On thanks that for one. joining us, folks. Uh, yeah. Pickle Rick. Pickle Rick. <laughs> <laughs>